she's a woman it's difficult being a woman it's not it depends with the craftiness of her hands her skills and talents the vigor of her soul her choosing joy every day it's her being unafraid to get bruises to lose the tenderness of her hands or letting sweat fill her face she's disciplined she's not willing to sit lazy she's too beautiful for that she knows it's about her becoming well well i thought that it would be so unfair if international women's day ended without me doing that uh it has been a while since i was last year and i'm grateful it has been like um i think i was seated a net or with a mic in front of me like a month ago something happened um that really affected me and i thought of taking a break and i've been meaning to uh come back last week i really wanted to have a podcast of which i recorded it and and then i lost the audio because the recording was via a phone and somehow the phone failed uh during the recording and i didn't know that uh the app that i use had stopped recording but hey i'm here and i'm grateful how have you been uh it's been a while since we last met and just in case you're here for the first time you're so welcome and thank you for joining me um my name is Shell Njogu i am a podcaster a writer a poet and um happy international women's day to all of you who are listening and to your sisters mothers aunts grandmothers and the heroes the women heroes who um who we look up to and those who who have died as well uh who we are in a fight of making a better place for women um to exist in this world like uh, kina wangari madai um and I've also there is this woman called Harriet uh she she was a hero of her time uh she helped um save slaves and she really rescued a lot of slaves from their slave masters and she's a hero of her time and to the wo- women who also uh i can't remember her name right now but the woman who refused to stand for the white guy in a bus and for every other woman that we look up to even now um right now i think my favorite um uh in Kenya one of them that i really look up to or oh, her art inspires me uh there is wit mangutha
um i think that's the second name but her name is wits i remember her first name uh she's such a brilliant animator and then we have um there is mpuni mpumi le wow why am i forgetting people's names it's <clears throat> it's not something no i forget everyone but there is uh, this lady from south africa her name is mpumi le ha ha i'm forgetting her second name uh and then there is Christo Evans and Jackie Hill Perry those are women that I am currently looking up to right now and I celebrate them all and I celebrate you as well today is the third um the third week of the month we do entertainment uh in the third week lifestyle um fun stuff um but today i want to explain a poem that i did a while ago that's the poem that i intended to upload in the third week of the the third week of february and so yeah Let me explain that poem it's called I'm screaming bondage I have recited it here I'm not sure whether I'm going to recite it again because I don't want this podcast to be too long um so I will read um the poem past stanza so that uh, as I explain we can go with the flow um The poem is called I am screaming bondage. Um the first stanza goes. See, most of us are afraid to be naked with the, before the one who created us. We shout that we have found freedom by what we wear, my dress, my choice, right? I am sexually fluid. I am spiritual but not religious. I am screaming bondage. Uh the first thing that I want to talk about is the um, I am sexually fluid. Um anything I think s- related to sex is um it's something that is sensitive to me and it's something that I have as well uh educated myself in and when someone says that I am sexually fluid um I just look at that person and think that they think that there is this freedom um uh, by being sexually fluid but i don't think that that freedom exists when you continue exposing yourself to people and things that you think at that moment that they are bringing you pleasure but in real sense sexual activities are usually bonding you to something they are usually bonding to you to every person that you sleep with every item that you use to pleasureize yourself anything uh, that is outside you i'm trying to say you can't get freedom outside of yourself all right and the reason i wrote this line i am sexually fluid was because um i was 
watching a series that I liked. Uh, but they brought this aspect where a girl was uh, molested and and she and when she la- she learned about that and she was angry and everything and now she is undergoing healing and then there is this friend who came to offer her advice and she said and she bought her I think so um sex dolls and and she told her that you should reclaim your body and that um giving yourself pleasure is one way of taking your power back the power that was stolen by this person you you can take it back using this other item um and then there was also she uh, now the girl who had been molested she also said that um she's the one who was initiating the sex um with a man so that she can feel that she's in power um whatever that means but i don't think we can get our power back um in in that area while we are using other people and things to gain that power back um gaining your power back um when it comes to anything sex um and it, it of course applies to a lot of stuff but gaining your power back you can't get it externally it's something internal you have to be intentional about healing and not only that you have to also involve god in your healing and that's how you f- you can find your freedom doing the internal healing first uh and also including god and asking him to heal you um in places that we are affected um of which sex is a big thing just to say that i'm gaining my power back um by doing whatever i want with my body it i don't think it doesn't work like that the second line is i am spiritual but not religious the number one thing that um I really first off like this line I am spiritual but not religious because it's it's good to be spiritual you can only speak to God through the spirit uh while praying and um worshiping and praising and all that stuff but the thing is these days people are saying that I am spiritual I am spiritual but I feel like we are taking that to a different dimension because first off we are not specifying which god we are committed to when you say that you're spiritual and that you pray you need to define or you need to state the god that you're praying to you can just say that you're spiritual and you pray but whom are you praying to and the first thing i feel about this line is that whenever we say that we are spiritual we are um 
we don't want to to submit to a god we don't we um avoiding to submit to a god by just stating that we are spiritual but not stating again the god that we are praying to we are just avoiding the commitment and the obedience and the everything that involves uh being submissive to god and the only god that i believe in um and the second point is we don't want the obligation of being in um in a community we are avoiding um communities and we are calling them religious but the thing is if you study your word you you can easily identify anyone who is being uh, religious from a person who is dead who have dedicated their lives to god so whenever we say that i am spiritual and not religious we are again we again don't want to be involved in a community we don't want that we don't want that uh where people are in our backs and maybe rebuking us of our sins and we want to do it our own way and i'm sorry but it doesn't work like that and in that um i am sexually fluid and i am spiritual but not religious we think that we have found freedom in that but unfortunately we are usually screaming bondage the second stanza i cut you off because you didn't massage my ego when i demanded you to i keep receipts of our conversations cuz i am waiting for you to step on my toe i will tell the whole world how much of a bad person you are i didn't even want to be your friend man this is the cut off culture i wanted to do um like a whole episode about the cut off culture because I, i think i'm also not i think i am also um i am also guilty of this where one this person does you wrong and and you're like um i'm done done i'm done with them um they are always like that and sijudinini why are we waiting for those we call friends to mess up once and then they are like the worst people that we have ever seen in our lives we forget all the good that they brought into our lives we we act uh we become victims of the um of the wrong doings and we don't see how we also participated in whatever thing they did to us and and it's so wrong that we usually keep receipts of this we don't want to have this difficult conversations um that you did this and this to me and i feel this and this about it but we are just usually keeping receipts of the wrong doings or and 
just waiting for that day that they will mess up so that we can um so that we can air their dirty laundry to the public and post them on social media and they become memes and whatever or the or people laughing at them and bullying them through the social media because of something that we could have we could have handled something the better way but we have decided to crucify our friends because of just one thing that they did wrong to us or even if they are one or two or three why don't we allow ourselves to have those difficult conversations with them um instead of instead of airing whatever our beefs to the public that come on we 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 are the both of us in that relationship whatever the type of friendship is why do we want to um why are we cutting off our friends so fast and why are we um shaming them publicly because of their weaknesses it's it's so wrong it's something that we are doing and and it's just so wrong the that stanza i'd rather have a one night stand than have you peer into my weaknesses and expose the demons that keep me awake at night trust is for the gullible who is a human being without honor and respect i can't commit to a relationship and be woke at the same time um the third stanza i'm talking about our lack of commitment to relationships as well um where we don't want people close to us and i think uh this that is it the fourth stanza is going hand in hand with the um, with the fifth stanza where it goes i am screaming bondage but i will not let you know because i have a reputation to preserve likes to hold a when you're taking a picture of me make sure you capture all the right places perfection is my number one and my only rule i have an image to protect um we come into friendships being uh fake we don't want to expose our weaknesses we don't want to be vulnerable we want to have we have painted this picture of ourselves that is perfect and if let's say i am in a relationship right whether that is um a girlfriend relationship or just a girl boy relationship but we get into that relationship painting such a beautiful picture such a perfect picture of us and the thing is we are both being fake and that's why where is that this sixth stanza says i am screaming bondage but you wouldn't know because we are sailing in the same boat we like to be brutally honest 
uh, with each other, but we wouldn't with God. Um, I am screaming bondage, but I wouldn't. You wouldn't know. My partner, my friend wouldn't know because they are also being fake. And so we are bringing fakeness and we just, we don't want to be committed. We are lonely, but we would, we don't want to admit that. But we are meant to be vulnerable, but we are avoiding that. And the most unfortunate thing is, is that we think that being fake and hiding parts of us to people that we care about, we think that we are we have freedom over that, that they won't screw us um when they need to. And but the truth is there is no freedom in that. There is no freedom um in hanging out with friends and we are all happy uh dancing laughing joking and then when i get to my house or to my bedroom i am crying because my inside is falling apart and no one knows because i have painted this beautiful picture of myself this put together picture of myself in front of my friends and family and they they think that I'm okay but I'm not that is bondage right there and that's why I said that uh, I mean the title of this poem is called I am screaming bondage because we think that our actions or the choices that we are taking in life um that we want freedom and we are yearning for it and we think that the choices that we are making are leading us to freedom but the most unfortunate thing is that our choices our ways of doing things and everything is just screaming bondage and and everything in us is just screaming i want to be saved but we don't want to admit that so yeah that's the poem i am screaming bondage i hope that i hope that it was fine uh that you loved the how i broke it down and that's it for today until next tuesday uh from today going on forward uh you'll not miss a podcast and it will also be airing earlier than today remember that jesus loves you remember that you find the only freedom that you're looking for it's found in jesus anything else that you're searching for um and you think that you find your freedom there it's just you bonding yourself to something the real freedom is in jesus this is one podcast